Welcome. Another episode, Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights. As you know from the title and uh, from what I've said in the past, that uh, each of these episodes is, in, for the most part, I'm trying to be timeless and evergreen, that you could listen to them anytime, anywhere. And uh, even if it was last year's episode, it would still have some value. Well, today's episode is uh, strictly for this day on the calendar because December 26th is called Boxing Day, mostly uh, by the Brits. Uh, it's a, more of a uh, British tradition. Uh, Boxing Day has nothing to do with uh, with uh, boxing or fisticuffs, uh, punching other people. It has nothing to do with the empty boxes left over after Christmas or returning gifts that you perhaps didn't want and going to the uh, stores and the malls or returning them on uh, uh, on the uh, whatever online uh, Amazon or whatever he did. So it has nothing to do with that. It really had to do with a more of a charitable inclination in uh, in the 1800s, they think, where uh, people would give a Christmas box with uh, you know something uh, just uh, a, a nice gifts or whatever they were to to uh, people in their in their lives. So nice tradition. Sometimes it was to employees. Sometimes it was to the poor. But again, a very nice tradition. I'm not sure it's uh, ported over here to uh, America because America is more about uh, about the gifts and the boxes uh, are about the boxes that the gifts come in that are for you. So uh, I thought this again. This is Sports Card Insights. I've got uh, great sponsors. I don't think any of them are doing boxes. I don't have a supplies sponsor. I actually could. I thought about that, but uh, that's an interesting possibility. But I've got Tops and Panini and Burdeck Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, as well as ComC.com. Had uh, other uh, episodes where we talked a little bit about uh, packaging and supplies, but uh, it's it's a big part of our industry. I think uh, Rich has got, talked about uh, with ComC the care that they take to make sure when they're sending out the cards that you've ordered that you want uh, sent uh, to you for to to hold in your own home. Uh, it's they're very careful, and I can tell on myself because Rich is not here today. Uh, I actually have gotten not necessarily a scolding, but I've gotten a video back from ComC when I have sent cards in there that were not packed as well as they should have been and suffered some uh, corner dings when I had not padded the box uh, sufficiently. So again, I don't know that that's Boxing Day, but it's 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 a boxing story that that didn't end very well for me. I'm trying to uh, uh, do better, and I and I am doing better. But uh, they uh, video record the boxes as they open them, and I can see that you know I I didn't uh, put uh, packing materials in that part of the box. The let's see. Well, the other possibilities for today, which also perhaps have uh, very weak tie-ins to the. Uh, to uh, Sports Card Insights. Today is also National Winers Day. That's not W-I-N-E-R-S, not for people that like wine, but Winers, W-H-I-N-E-R-S. Now, the good thing about that is if National Winers Day is December 26th, perhaps everybody gets that out of their system. There's <laughs> there's a little bit of whining in this industry. Again, it's uh, mostly very positive, and I want to stay positive, but if you could just get all your whining out in uh, in one day, especially after the Christmas when you when you got a bunch of presents, seems like a, a reasonable thing. It's also National Thank You Note Day, which seems a little uh, uh, 
obsessive that you get all your gifts on Christmas and you got to be working the thank you notes within 24 hours, which is kind of a, uh, a lost art. I, I occasionally have gotten thank you notes. I mean, some people have a kind of a love language that, uh, that, a, that a written note is, I mean, it's, it's never unappreciated, but it, it perhaps it's more appreciated by certain people and probably the older, older, uh, older, uh, more so. And it's also national candy cane day. Again, nothing to do with, uh, with uh, with sports card insights, but candy canes. One of the things that comes up in my thinking about boxing uh, was in the early days of our company, how many boxes of magazines we sent out because we had so many. We had fifteen, more than fifteen thousand uh, card shops that we sent to, and they, they all got them in a box. And then we had we had whole copy returns. So if they didn't, and again most. People, the point was most people were selling out, but if they didn't sell out, they had to send back the returns. And a lot of times they sent them back in the same box that would then get pretty beat up or that accumulate a couple of months. But we had, we had to have people, uh, we had to have employees that all they did was handle returns. So there was a cost to it, but it allowed for people to uh, sell the magazines that they, that they could sell and then send the ones that didn't sell, uh, hopefully few, uh, back to us within, I guess it was three months to get full credit for the magazines they didn't sell that were still. And then we sold some back issues and it, it worked for us. But we had to then break down the used boxes, much like uh, all of us have to do. When you get a box from Amazon or, or anything that's a mail order thing, I break them down to put them in the uh, recycle. But we did that on a much larger scale when we had back at publications because we were getting tons of boxes. So we, we actually palletized the old boxes, and I guess we got uh, some – number of dollars per ton that would that they would occasionally come and get it so we were responsible recyclers back in the day it's going back 20 30 30 years i'm sure maybe maybe more uh boxing cards uh of, of just like we did something on wrestling i'll do something on boxing i'm not sure exactly when i'll do that but i i, I promise to do that one other story i guess that's again puts <laughs> puts me in a bad light. I, I've got a great collecting friend, Gervis Ford, that, you know, really the first guy I met in the organized hobby. And that was such a blessing because he was a straight shooter, really quality guy and, and a little bit older than me and, and uh, had, had, uh, had bought most of the collections around the Dallas area. And I connected with him when I was at SMU. And, and then later we got to be really close friends. And, and then when I, uh, he actually started a store and then I came in as a, as a partner, I've, I've told that story. But what I haven't told again among my other bad deals that Gervis and I did, uh, and again, we did more good deals and bad deals, but he had the idea, Gervis had the idea of getting uh, some early, they were kind of early 800 count boxes. Now, they weren't the 800 count boxes that you see now because they were, they were sufficiently large to handle 53 tops and 56 tops. Uh, the larger size cards. So they were a little bit, they were, they were, you know, 10% bigger, let's say, than the, than the, uh, than the 800 count boxes that are, that are very snug. So he actually made a deal with the plant manager of the uh, corrugated, uh, uh, well, it was a, it was a cardboard, you know, inland container. In fact, he didn't realize this, but it was where I had worked when I was in uh, grad school in the uh, early 70s. I actually worked there before I was even in the in the organized hobby. I'd actually had some contact with Gervis by that time, but not not I uh, wasn't really you know I was just a guy that had some kids from when I was a kid. 
but I worked out there in a couple of summers on the corrugator where they, where they make the boxes and it was a really sweaty job and, and, a, and a tough job. Your hands got all cut up, but you know, it's, it made good money. I wasn't in the union or anything, so I could go in there and uh, being not in the union and not, uh, and, and being just a student, you know, I wound up working uh, night shift, which is not fun, but uh, again, made a little bit more money for doing that. And then I remember I had a uh, one Christmas that I got back from Christmas on December 26th. And before that, I said, you know, can I can I work and make some extra money? Because I'd been there in the summers. And they said, well, no, we don't. I said, well, look, I'm willing to work the night shift. I'm willing to work weekends and holidays. I know you're behind. You're running. You're running 24/7. Uh, you know, I know the job. And they said, well, you're you're just going to quit on January 2nd and go back to. Uh, graduate school at that point. I said, I promise I will not quit on January 2nd. I am going back to graduate school, but I will stay as long as I can. Uh, and I'll, even if I miss a few classes, uh, the, the first, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. And they said, well, okay, okay. Well, you're gonna have to work New Year's Eve and you're gonna have to work New Year's and you better not, you better not be a no-show on January 2nd. I said, well, no, I'll be there. So I wound up working there and again, made good money because I made a little bit of holiday pay and that helped me. <laughs> You know, have whatever, have a little extra money or, or pay some bills. And then, uh, but I was working seven to seven. So I was working 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. So the, I, I worked that next week. And then the following week, I, it, it just got pretty tough because I was thinking, okay, I'll work from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And then I'll, I'll go to class. And so I went to a couple classes, but I missed a couple. And finally, after two weeks, I just said, look, I, I tried. I really can't do it. This seven to seven is, it's, I'm a young guy. I'm in good shape, but it, it's kind of wearing. And that was actually perhaps telling for some of the, uh, all nighters that I pulled, uh, you know, a decade or two later. So, but it was love. Anyway, Gervis and I had the idea at this same exact place to create what Gervis designed as a, as an early 800 count box. And this was later in the, later in the seventies. And so w- where that comes into a sports card insight, which is a poor insight on my part. And, and, and I, acquiesced when Gervis said, Hey, he's got this, he had this great idea. We'll get these 800 count boxes. We'll, we need a bunch of them for, for our store as well. We can sell them to other, other people in the area when there's a, when there's a, when there's a show, we'll put them out. And actually we, we resold a bunch of them and used a bunch of them. Okay. Here's the catch. Instead of paying money for these boxes, the plant manager was a collector and he said, I'll make as many boxes as you want. As long as you pay me in early fifties, Thompson Bowman cards. So now I'm thinking how expensive those boxes were. If I just, if we'd never done that, we'd have all these, uh, you know, it was all 56 and back. And so uh, the plant manager was gleefully producing these boxes and then, uh, coming over to our store to pick out his, uh, his, uh, what, what uh, was perhaps fair value at the time, but now would make us look, look, uh, look like chumps. So that's one of my, uh, box or boxing stories. Again, I, I wish I had a better story. Uh, you know, I'm, I, uh, now I realize when I look around of, of all the boxes I have, I have used boxes. I have a few new boxes. Uh, supplies are not my issue. In fact, I want to do an episode just on what do you do with, with a, a surplus of used supplies. I got into a little bit of a back and forth with Rob Barris about that, but I can't be the only guy that has many extra penny sleeves and, and uh, card savers and top loaders and, and 800 count boxes that are gently used. So. Uh, if you've got an idea of how to deal with that, let me know. That would be a great, uh, that, that would actually be a great episode that would be helpful to me and perhaps others. So, uh, I hope you've had a great, 
uh, Christmas uh, holiday and got the presents that you wanted. And as, as, as it is said, it's better to give than to receive. So I hope you uh, gave some nice gifts to your loved ones as well. So don't be National Whiners today. National thank you note, that'd be a good thing. Candy cane, that's that sounds pre-Christmas to me. So anyway, thanks for your attention. I will be back. Uh, to, actually, I, I will be back tomorrow with another episode. But, you know, I, I'm off for Christmas. I was off, you know, yesterday and the day before, but uh, really eager to, uh, to uh, pursue these podcasts in the next year. Appreciate your help in that. Any ideas you have for episodes? Again, I'm, I've got a thousand I'm going to do. So I've got another 800 and something to go. So I've got plenty of room for some of your great ideas. So Boxing Day. Maybe not my best idea, but it is a day on the calendar, and it's, uh, uh, again, <laughs> brought back some uh, tragic memories for me. So hope you have better memories. Look forward to visiting with you again tomorrow. Thanks again. Bye. Oh, a quick addendum. I almost forgot that but my, my worst story is not trading 53 tops for 800-count for boxes that were <laughs> that were newly fabricated. It was destroying the 1955 Bowman case box that I that I got uh, on a buying trip but we got a whole unopened case and uh, again kept all the 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 individual uh, boxes that but for some reason the rarest thing was the case box that held the 24 boxes so I got plenty of wrappers we got plenty of the boxes but threw away the big case box because it was just taking up room and and I'm just Again, I'm supposed to be a smart guy, and I normally am, but there's different kinds of intelligences, and apparently I missed uh, missed the class on how a uh, a nondescript 55 Bowman case box would be uh, the, the most valuable thing that I got, and it is uh, in, a, in a landfill somewhere. So, again, thanks for your listening, and I'll be back again tomorrow.